Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. My name is Abhilash, and I'm a senior investment strategist at Standard Chartered Bank. We are recording this on 11th of February, and we have just released our weekly market view titled From the Rat to the Off as we transition into the new lunar year. Now, off is a symbol of hard work and positivity, and perhaps few symbolisms better reflect the unfolding economic and financial landscape. For investors, 2021 is when the hard work of policymakers in lifting global economy from one of the deepest recessions pays off. However, as investors remain optimistic about ongoing vaccinations, equity markets have broken into new record highs, and high-yield bond market yields have touched new lows. Naturally, this raises the question whether the markets have already priced in uh, the good news, leaving little scope for negative surprises. To discuss these and what this could mean for investors, on today's podcast, I have with me Audrey Goh, Senior Cross-Asset Strategist, and Fukien Yap, uh, Senior Investment Strategist. So, let's start with Fukien. Now, we have seen U.S. stocks touch new record high earlier this week, falling earnings season, and as reflation theme has re-emerged. What are the sectors that we are focused on? Yeah, thanks, Abhilash. Um, yeah, as you say, a reflation theme is emerging as the interest rate markets are pointing towards a higher inflation expectations now. And this is consistent with the strong monetary stimulus that we have, which is driving a cyclical recovery after we had a very sharp recession last year. So as the recovery continues with policy support and the vaccine rollout, the sectors that have been hit the hardest in the cyclical downturn, these can be expected to bounce hard in the cyclical recovery. So we have a preferred view on the industrials, consumer discretionary, and material sectors in the U.S. These three sectors had sharp declines in 2020, and these sectors will also have the strongest earnings rebound expected for 2021. We have a chart in our weekly market view that shows that. You can refer to that. In the chart, though, you'll see that energy sector is actually expected to have the strongest earnings rebound after a terrible 2020. And the sector now uh, is not on our preferred list because it faces headwinds as the investors and government policy is pivoting towards green investments. Now, also with inflation, we are seeing a deflation. We are seeing a steeper yield curve. And that's seen in the market now, and this is a positive driver for the financial sector. As the sector now, the banks can earn higher net interest margins on future loans. So yes, financials are also a preferred sector for us. And the other three are industrials, consumer discretionary, and materials for your cyclical exposure. Uh, thank you, Ken. Now, moving over to Asia, we have seen Asian equities get, get off to a great start in 2021, led by China. Now, what is the focus for China and Hong Kong equities after the Lunar New Year holidays? Yeah, so the China and Hong Kong earnings season will kick off in March. And so earnings will really be the focus after the Lunar New Year. Now, we get pre-announcements of results in the region. And so far, the net positive alert suggests a solid V-shaped earnings recovery. The market is expecting 12-month forward EPS or earnings growth of 18% for China equities. Now, a strong Q1 result will support this growth, and it could even lead to upward earnings revision 
and a potential re-rating in the valuation. On the sector level, healthcare and technology have pre-announced the biggest earnings rate so far. So for us, China equities, both onshore and offshore, are preferred markets with the economic recovery, a stronger CNY, and accommodative government policies. China onshore has more cyclical exposure and is less impacted by geopolitical tensions, while China offshore has many large internet stocks, and these may face regulatory risk. Among the sectors, healthcare and technology are preferred sectors for us, a strong earnings outlook there. And consumer discretionary is also preferred for us with a strong domestic consumption growth. Thank you, Putin. Now, the other big news this week was that U.S. high-end bond markets touched new lows in, in terms of yield. Now, Audrey, from your perspective, should investors worry about the record low yield in U.S. high-end bonds? Uh, thank you, Ablash. Well, um, yields on U.S. high yield fell below 4% for the first time ever, and that's driven by ongoing economic recovery, um, strong U.S. earnings season, and certainly ample of liquidity, uh, which continue to fuel investors' uh, search for yield. Um, well, there are some signs of frostiness, uh, especially in the triple C-rated space. Um, the expected default rate could well continue to support investors' optimism in our view. Um, Risk-reward on U.S. high yield has reduced, but that said, uh, we continue to build, view them favorably as compared to investment grade or even the government bonds, which are trading at even lower yields. Um, for investors seeking higher income, he and she, he or she can consider Asian uh, high yield bonds, uh, which present an attractive alternative as a yield pickup, and also the absolute yield offered by Asian high yield bonds over the U.S. counterpart is substantially higher than the historical average. Uh, thank you, Audrey. Now you did mention towards the end that Asian high yield bonds look attractive on a relative basis. However, we have seen some defaults in Chinese high property sector recently. Uh, are we concerned about the default risk there? Um, well, well, there was one default by a Chinese U.S. real uh, by a China real estate company, which negatively impacted uh, the China uh, high yield property bond space, basically triggering a rise in default concerns. Um, despite that, uh, we do believe that authorities are unlikely to ease regulatory measures as the PBOC, which is the central bank in China, stated in their fourth quarter 2020 monetary report that they will continue to focus on continuity, consistency and stability for the property sector. Um, therefore, refinancing risk uh, will likely continue to remain an ongoing concern uh, for companies in the China high yield property sector. Um, that also means that the market will increasingly differentiate uh, quality on the basis of debt sustainability. Uh, but that said, uh, the recent volatility was largely triggered by and also has been thus far limited to just one single individual default event. Um, therefore, the Chinese, China high yield property bond uh, um, uh, negative impact uh, at the moment is likely to be temporary, especially in the high yield subcategory. Uh, this basically gives us comfort in our preference for um, Asian high yield bonds of which the China high yield property sector is a significant component of. And we would be comfortable to take advantage of this pullback to add exposure where appropriate. Thank you, Audrey. Now, last but not the least, moving on to currencies, uh, we have seen U.S. dollar strengthen over the past uh, few weeks. But do we think that the U.S. dollar bounce is over now? Well, the short-term rally that we expected in the U.S. dollar since um, sometime in mid-January has largely materialized. Uh, but if you look at the rebound, it has been fairly modest. And this price action basically supports our 12-month bearish stance on the U.S. dollar as investors appear to be looking through 
the possible near-term U.S. economic outperformances from the stimulus and faster vaccination. And focusing on the likely downside risk on the U.S. dollar over the longer term, uh, which includes inflationary pressure as well as larger budget and trade deficits. Um, we continue to believe that it makes sense for investors to average into our preferred currencies, including euro, uh, Aussie dollar, as well as pound. Um, in the case of euro, um, a key support at around 1.1950 would offer a good initial entry point. And in the case of Aussie US dollar, uh, the January highs of 0.7820 remains unbroken. But that said, we believe that there could be opportunity to enter around 0.7560. Now, finally, in the case of pound, uh, this pair, pound US dollar has rallied quite strongly with relatively minor corrections so far. Uh, hence, we would look for another dip, potentially around or towards uh, 1.3570 level as an initial entry. Thank you, Audrey, and thank you, Kukin, for taking part in today's discussion. And thank you all for listening into today's podcast. Please stay safe and do reach out to your relationship manager or check this under Chartered Private Bank app if you would like a copy of our weekly market view report. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.